said hello ladies and gents who may have signed up as well i hope everyone is doing well this is sharia uh, you guys know that i normally do in in person an actual walk and talk with a group of women each year but this year is a little different we are going to be doing it virtually and what that means is that i get to bring on special guests from all over the place and so this morning we have dr shauna you guys hear me breathing heavy already. <laughs> uh, we have Dr. Shauna walking and talking with us. So I'm going to be doing the walking. She's going to be doing the talking. You guys, we are in a chat format. So you can actually ask questions if you like as we talk. <coughs> Excuse me. As we talk about getting unstuck in COVID-19. So I'm going to let you take it away. Good morning, everybody. I wish I was out there walking with you, but I am actually working this morning, but I'm glad, so glad to be here. My name is Dr. Shauna Moore Reynolds. Um, I'm a licensed professional counselor in Maryland, in DC, and I have counseling offices in, um, in uh, Burtonsville, Maryland, and Clinton, Maryland. So we pretty much cover most of the Maryland area right now. Um, I've been doing this kind of work for over 20 years and some kind of help helping professionals, some kind of helping way for over 20 years. And I specialize in anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress, um, domestic violence, sexual assault. So any, any kind of crisis situation um, pretty much is what um, our clients come to us in, in those capacities. So um, right now is during COVID, we, I'm pretty much trying to focus on getting people back on track. And it, 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 it was good at, at the beginning. At the beginning of um, COVID, say around March, middle of March, we had people coming in that were anxious and worried about what is to come and how to deal with it. And then as soon as we hit around June, we had the uh, Joyce Floyd situation, which added another layer of, of stress and tension on folks um, coming in. So what I found is that during this time of change or transition, there have been people that have felt stuck or felt unable to move, unable to function, unable to, to um, get out of the rut that they're in. So I've been trying to motivate and push um, people that, that um, need the extra help to get to that better place. So when we talk about the COVID, it was so many people that had either family members affected, their jobs affected, their families affected, their, their, um, their household affected, um, couples are struggling. Um, there were there was there's so much that came along with that and it was so unexpected for everybody including um, us in the counseling world where we you know see people face to face and all of a sudden find a way that all of a sudden we have to shut down and, and move it to online everybody went through a, a major transition this is there's no one that was not affected by the COVID but once we were um, in that place where we were bunkering hunker you know bunkering down trying to deal with what's going on um, I, I see some some clients that either um, get to a place, I wouldn't say deep depression, but uh, a feel of hopelessness where, mm -hmm. when will this end? When can we move forward? You know, how long will we be in this stage? Um, and then I had other sets of clients that, that took this downtime as, wow, I found I could focus on other things besides the job or besides um, um, outside things. And they took that time to build or to think about that business that they wanted to start or, to think about ways they want to make their families better. So there was there was two different sides to it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get people that were stuck into uh, to, they're thinking about the positives or the what ifs or what could be um, after um, COVID moves forward, hopefully moves forward, forward soon. So- yeah, I do have a question. I'm uh -huh. sorry. 
Go ahead. So I do have a question just for our audience purpose. How would they be able to determine like mm -hmm. the difference between being stuck mm -hmm. and possibly having further layers of like depression <clears throat> uh, compound onto their already existing trauma? Mm -hmm. um, well, being stuck, I mean, as in, as, as in not seeing um, an outcome or not seeing uh, a future okay. that could come out of this or not seeing uh, the light at the end of the tunnel kind of stuck, you know, and, and I, when I say depression or maybe needing more mental health treatment or mental health care would be you're not able to function, meaning that you're not able to do your activities of daily living. Um, mm -hmm. You're not getting up in the morning. You're not um, engaging in the family. You're not uh, reaching out to family and friends, even though you can't see them face to face, you're not engaging in the world. I will say that that's more of moving towards a depression side because you might need you might need an extra counseling uh, or extra uh, help in that area. So when I'm when I talk okay. about the stuck side, it means that you know just thinking about which way do I go in the future with the way things are right now. Because some people had to learn to shift to homework. Some people had to. <laughs> or lost their jobs or lost their positions or their positions were um, eliminated. So mm -hmm. how do I move forward with this new stage that we're in? So that's what I mean by getting unstuck. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So um, one thing about that is, is what I've, I've seen, uh, what I've found with a lot of clients is that they're stuck to think about, okay, if this job is no longer there or this job is not there for me when this COVID situation is over, what am I going to do with my life or with my time? And I, I found that a lot of them are starting to look at, you know, that business that they've been thinking about for years. Um, you know, some of all of us have some kind of, of business or, or idea that we probably sat on that we never touched on. Mm -hmm. And um, now was the time when you have this downtime or when you have this extra time is to think about it. Can I make this work? Can I bring this into to fruition? And I've had several clients that were able to do that. And one thing I think about is what, uh, what, what do you want to add to the world? Or what do you think is missing? What do you okay. think would add a, make a difference to the world? And, you know, sit down and write down that idea and, and think about what are the steps do I need to go through to get this going? So yeah. instead of taking that time and just lulling in or sulking or, you know, being depressed or, or sad about what's going on, using that time to do something positive, which means taking that energy and putting it into a plan for the future. So whether it's starting a business, whether it's going back to school, whether it's doing your weight loss plan, whether it's, you know, um, finding better ways of doing time management, you find out what is your outcome? What is your goal that you're trying to strive for? And you start making those small steps to get to the, um, the goal that you set for yourself. So mm -hmm. now's the perfect time to do that. So what you're going to see, if you really watch what's going on, you're going to see many people walk out of this COVID situation with a business or with a plan or with a future or, or that they probably wouldn't have had if they didn't have that downtime to sit down and think about it. Yeah, I think like, um, just to add to the, just a second, mm -hmm. I think also for coming from a place of like creatives, um, a lot of it also was challenging at the beginning for creatives on the opposite side where they didn't feel motivated to write. Then the George Floyd slash Breonna um, Taylor mm -hmm. really kind of hit everyone and kind of jointed, like, pushed them in a position to really start seeing how could I contribute 
in a creative way. And so I've noticed that some of my clients who are really at the beginning, it was the flip of yours where they were pretty much not able to write, not able to draw in some cases or do different forms of art expressions. They're actually having the opposite of what you're saying where they actually were creative noun more than they were at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that was they did create plans and they also were clear as to what they wanted to contribute. So mm -hmm. I do agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's great that they were the, at that place. But and it's like it's taking that, it's like, I guess you could say, it's like taking that negative feeling, that negative behavior, that negative outcome and, and finding some positive that could come out of this. And I know that we don't know what the future leads. We don't know, we don't know what the future holds for us, but I know that we can't sit in that place and not move. We still have to move forward and even without the, the knowledge of where we're going with this. And I think we all are reflecting on, even us as counselors, reflect, reflecting on how, will the how is the future going to look or, 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 or what, what are we going to do in the future to help those people that need our assistance? So I think everybody's going through a reflection stage right now. But my, my job, I guess, as, a, as the counselor is to help my clients go through those stages. And a lot of them are going through those stages in, 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 different, in different parts where they're finding out what, uh, what things they might have been lacking. Because, you know, especially in most of the world, but mostly in DMV, you see people that are always on edge. They're highly anxious. They're sometimes highly depressed. They're overwhelmed. They're, you know, overworked, long hours, all those things. And now you're told just sit still. Yeah. <laughs> Don't move. Don't go anywhere. You know, just stay in the house. And, and, and a lot of, for a lot of people, that's hard. That's hard because they, they love the socialization. They love being out there, the meeting people, the happy hours, the, you know, being around the office, the water cooler. They miss that. But you're being forced to sit still and actually think about, you know, those things that you may have been avoiding or those things that you put on the back burner for a long period of time. And now you have time to really think about it and plan and adjust to what's really going on out there. So, so we have a question. Hold uh -huh. on one second. Uh -huh. I'm going to allow them to speak. Okay. Just give me one second. Go ahead. Michelle, you had a question? Yes, thank you, Sharia. Hi, Dr. Shauna. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I asked my question uh, before you started talking about those people who missed the socialization and missed the happy hour, and that's so <laughs> mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, but my question is, as I listen to you talk about um, some of your clients who, and I'm walking too, so mm -hmm. excuse me. Are you <laughs> um, out here? I'm out here. I don't know where you guys are, but I'm out here. Okay. <laughs> um, but my question is about those clients who were really somewhat distracting themselves with the socialization, mm -hmm. and now they're forced to be still, and now's the time for us to get unstuck and do some of those creative things, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's some reasons why um, those people who weren't focused before Mm -hmm. weren't focused mm -hmm. outside of all the activity so right. I guess my question is how do you what recommendations or suggestions do you give to those people who now they're forced to be still but they're still <laughs> dealing with some issues right they may still right. be dealing with some things that they could that they're forced to deal with in order to mm -hmm. make the plan be creative and 
and even that language, right? We see that a lot around. If you don't do something while we're in lockdown, if you don't build your business, then you just wouldn't. Like that's more pressure. So yeah, how do you it, yeah. That? Yeah, it, it is. That is pressure. And I, I didn't like those terms when they first came out. But when I started to yeah. see that, that some people actually took advantage of the time, that's, that's what made me see things a little bit differently. But when I find those, those clients that are stuck, I ask, when did the stuck or when did the, um, the, the, I guess the wall come up? You know, you have this love of, 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 preaching or teaching and you always wanted to be a pastor or you wanted to always be a leader in the church or whatever. When did the, the block come to where you stopped off that journey? And, you know, I had a client that, that um, we go back there and find out, okay, what happened at that time? There was a time when you really were excited about this. You were, really were focused on getting this done. And then all of a sudden you stopped. And, and it, it was an experience that she had in the church or something someone said to her that stuck to, with her for the, you know, for the, for 20 years or so, you know, oh, wow. so finding out where the stuckness come from, did someone say something negative about the artwork that you did or the poem that you read or the, or the, your business idea, or, you know, where did the, 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 the dream, I guess, you know, dissolve, you know, you know, usually if you go back and you look into where the, you, the hope was there at one point, the plan was there at one point, and then all of a sudden it just left. I try to go back and dig, okay, what changed? Mm-hmm. Or my spouse died. Or the person that supported me the most is no longer here. Or you know, I'm no longer friends with the person that I had as a business partner. Or whatever, what, find out where the change occurred. Because there was a time where you were excited about this, this area or this thing. And all of a sudden that's gone. So let's find out why. And this puts a healing or a closure to you know, whatever occurred then and see that there is still promise or still hope or still opportunity to build back on that thing that you left behind. And it's never too late. So do you find, I'm sorry. Uh, Do you find that that is is something they can do independent of a support, a mentor, a counselor? Do you find that to be the case or would you recommend that they get support to do so? There are people that are that can they can do it on their own. It's, mm-hmm. it's when you feel like you're still not moving forward, even with the the homework that you're doing, the planning that you're doing, and you still feel like you um, that that you're not moving forward. You can always reach out to a counselor, a coach, a mentor, or someone to help push you and guide you through it. Um, a lot of people will be able to do it themselves, and most of it is the planning part. It's the it's, you know getting that. Uh, planner notebook or that journal or whatever and writing things down and making baby steps. Sometimes we see the big picture is overwhelming. Say we want to go back to school and get that master's degree or whatever it may be. The big picture is overwhelming, but you can say, I'm going to go one class at a time. I'm going to break it down into pieces mm-hmm. and deal with the one piece at a time. And, and you think about all the pieces coming together will have a whole so just taking, taking that big plan and breaking down into pieces will lead to the big thing. So we also deal with people that are going through weight loss. You know, um, you want to lose that 50 pounds. But if you look at that 50 pounds, that seems so far away. But if you break mm-hmm. it down to say, I'm going to lose two pounds a week or, 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 or five pounds every two weeks or whatever it is in the smaller sum, even if you mess up a day, even if you have your splurge day or whatever it may be, you know you can still get a back on track and hopefully get to that two pounds. But if you look at that 50 or you keep that 50 in mind, it, it makes it harder for you to reach that goal. So 
any major goal that someone has that they come to me with, I will tell them to break it down into small portions, edible portions that you can handle at that time. And let's meet each goal and each goal will lead to the big goal. Mm -hmm. so, so if you're able to move through those steps on your own, that's great. But it's always good to have someone um, to motivate you, to push, to, to guide you if you, if you can do that. Um, counseling is also good, especially if you have some um, unresolved issues and things that you have from your past that you haven't dealt with that comes out of the process. Um, that that can that can help too. And speaking about myself personally, I, I went through domestic violence with my my first marriage, and that left me in a place where I felt that I could not or I'm not able to move forward. And I had to go through that counseling process because those negative words that were implanted in me during that marriage, so it just it stayed so prominent in me after the marriage. So I had to fight those negative thoughts, those negative um, words or those negative visions that kept coming up um, during the process of moving forward. So, you know, sometimes we have to go through that counseling process or that healing process in order to move forward. But the main thing is that know that you can move forward. You can get better. You can, you know, those things that you put on the back burner can come back to the front again. So, so what, so what would you say would be some like motivational tools or tips that people can use to kind of get unstuck and or stick to the plan that they've uh, mapped out? So one, one good thing, uh, one thing I tell people often to do is to surround yourself with positive people, surround yourself with those who motivate you, um, whether you are another counselor or whether you're a business owner or whether you're a cook or chef, you know, there's different Facebook pages out there, there's different groups out there where everyone motivates each other to be better. Surround yourself with people that can see your dream, that want to contribute to your dream, help motivate you to your dream. You know, you motivate them, they motivate you. You know, you hold them accountable, they hold you accountable. So surrounding your, yourself with positive people that, that uh, see your vision is always a good thing. Agreed. Um, so I have an accountability partner for accountability my business. Partners. Yes. And one of the things that I think that took me to the next level was just that before I was already doing well and kind mm -hmm. of my background is um, in kind of macro level social work slash mm -hmm. like organization for business anyway. And mm -hmm. so I wasn't doing bad or anything, but mm -hmm. it wasn't until I got an accountability partner that mm -hmm. I was truly able to see the output of all the work, good morning, yeah. the challenges that I may have been having or given myself that yeah. I, I couldn't see myself like so that I see not itself and so being able to really have that accountability gave me more motivation I, I was also more and I hate the word discipline because I feel like there's some issues with that word but I was more focused <laughs> in the sense that I knew that I had someone who was going to call me on the lackadaisical or what I called my goal and not doing it so I um, I'm all for an accountability partner in every area. I have one for weight and health. So, mm -hmm. sorry, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually great. And I know sometimes we have a hard time with trust because it's like, mm -hmm. who, who do we know who to trust and yeah. can, we, can we trust them with our secrets, with our plans, with our future, with our goals. And, and that, you know, that's, that's sometimes a struggle too. So having that Agreed. person that you know that you can really trust, you know, to, to, to hold your secrets and to um, also give you that little nudge when you need it, uh, you know, not to build not trust. Call you. 
Yeah, because I was going to say with my, oddly enough, this is going to sound really, it's not, I wasn't a close, my accountability partner, we met on Facebook. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And we were in a group together. We had some, uh, some similar business interests. Mm -hmm. We reached out to each other and was talking for little, literally months. And we were like, where were you missing in my life? (laughs) (laughs) And now she's like, literally not just my accountability, but she's one of my best people. She's in my five, you know, (laughs) like building that trust is also an option. If you don't have it with someone currently, Mm -hmm. like finding someone who reflects what your interests are, what you want in terms of your goals and then going after them and being open and having the discussion morning. Right, def- definitely, and and, and and learning down the learning to put down the wall a little bit. I I, I know yeah. <laughs> the only way you're gonna know or or get to learn about that person is by letting the wall down a little bit. But you know, and we we do have issues with trust, especially you know, yeah, <laughs> with everything going on, social media, and everything. You you want to um, make sure that your your information is kept confidential. So mm-hmm. you have to let down that wall a little bit to get to know that person and, and see if yeah, I'm not sharing numbers with her at the beginning. Right. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. No 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 number. <laughs> But I was honest about what my goals were, right, what I right. wanted to accomplish. Uh-huh. I was honest about the things that I needed to say out loud for them to be completed. Yes. Right? yes. Because keeping it to ourselves yes. is ultimately like, yeah. is detrimental because the goal dies in you. It, oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And there's so many dreams and so many um, visions that, you know, do die with us. And, yeah. you know, and, and one thing about being an entrepreneur or any kind of uh, something out of the norm, it's kind of a lonely experience. It, it oh, really God, can be yes. very lonely and you can be in that bubble. Um, but it's, it's good to have people around you that support what you do, understand what you do, motivate you to do more or to do better. Having mm-hmm. that, that, that around you is always great. Um, like, so, so the first thing to have around you, which is excellent is to have those motivators, those, um, people of support around you that, um, they may not understand every aspect of your business. They may not, I mean, mm-hmm. they may not be a counselor, but they understand that you want to start this business or they want to, um, get you started in the speaking area or wh- whatever, the, the, whatever they can add to or write a book or yeah, mm-hmm. like lose weight. There's tons of different right. dreams that on the level that you are, mm-hmm. right? Right, right, definitely. Someone that's been through the journey. There's several Facebook pages out there about that, you know, mm-hmm. the weight loss journey, things like that. So uh, having those people that's been through the journey or that, that, that know about the process, that that um, are willing to um, be that motivator, mentor for you, that's always good to have around you. But also writing down the things that um, you want or setting those one-year goals, five-year goals. I truly believe in that. Setting one-year goals, five-year goals. So write all those goals down. Uh, and and hold yourself accountable to getting there. So if your goal is to save ten thousand dollars in a year, break it down. How much a week would that be, exactly. or how much a month would that be? And realize that if you if you get this small goal in a place by the end of the year, you're gonna have that big goal. So mm-hmm. writing down your goals and holding yourself accountable for each goal that you set. But also when you mark off a goal, put another goal on there. You should always have some kind of motivation. Oh, I like that on there whether in your personal life whether in your business life you should always have some goals to strive for it keeps you motivated it keeps you moving even if you're a married couple you know even the couples you have your individual goals you have your couple goals keep moving and getting those goals goals with your family keep those goals moving so you should always have some goals and to motivate you to move forward um, throughout all stages of your life and also review those goals 
because you know things change and um sometimes you know we weren't expecting COVID. you know and, and i was at the point where i said okay i want to open another office and i'm like okay now COVID happens do i really want to do that do i have to do that can mm -hmm. i do it a different way so we all reflect on those goals that we have um, uh, periodically, or things happen in our lives where in illness, sickness, loss of job, whatever it may be, we may change the way we view our goals. And that's okay. You just go back and revamp those goals and to reflect what's going on at that time. So sitting down and writing those one-year goals, five-year goals, 10-year goals also are, are also big motivators mm -hmm. um, to keep moving forward. Would you, would you say that some of the goals have like, are you saying that those goals are steps or they're just brand new goals? And if they're not steps, do you recommend any kind of like steps system that would go with the goal? Uh, when, I, when I say, uh, I guess you could call them also steps. I say little goals to e equal okay. the big goal. So those steps, okay. so we say the two pounds a week or, or the $100 a month that you're saving or whatever it may be. Those are small goals that lead to the large goal or the steps that lead to the large goal. So okay. instead of looking at the, at the big picture, the outcome, if we take it and break it down into pieces, it makes it so much easier to digest. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of making big changes, we have to make small changes. We know to lose weight, it takes, it takes a lot of work, but also starting in one area, just adding the walking every day will make yes. a change. Then, and you know, working on the diet and taking maybe the carbs out, you know, you know, that'll lead to change. So those little steps will lead to those big changes in the end. So, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes looking at the big picture, it, 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 people get discouraged very yeah. quickly. So I mean, even the best of us get discouraged when we mm -hmm. look at the, the bigger picture yeah. versus the steps to get to that bigger picture. Right, definitely. So. It's like, there's no way I'm going to meet this goal. But if you look at the smaller ones, you know, the lose one size in a month or lose 10, 10 pounds in a month or whatever your goal may be, those little steps will lead to the big thing. So mm -hmm. I just want to keep people mot motivated and, 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 you know, moving forward. And like I said, COVID gave a lot of people time to actually sit still. And, you know, the people that don't like to sit still <laughs> or like to keep moving or always have to have something to do, or you have to run with the kids and drop off, pick up all that kind of stuff, or you're at the job all day working long hours and you finally have time to sit and say, okay, um, do I want to go back to the way things were before or do I want to make some changes now? So when things do open back up, you know, I, I can adjust to mm -hmm. the new norm or just to the new me or just to the new way I want things to become. So, so almost you know, creating like new re like new priorities. Yeah, new priorities. Yeah, definitely, definitely new priorities. Um, and, and sometimes we don't have the time to sit down and just really reflect on everything. And, and, and I, I hate that it was under these circumstances that we had to do, but I think many of us had to sit down. It's like, sit down and just rest. Yes, yes. <laughs> we had to sit and also, down and just rest. Rest, look at what you do have for going for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And kind of be, and I had to put my mask on, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's fine. And kind of be uh, grateful in a sense that, some people don't have the opportunity to get unstuck for multiple reasons. Right. And it's okay for us to not feel shame or guilt if we have that opportunity, right? right. Because I do think, um, just in reference to Michelle's question, that there are going to be some people who, when it comes down to it, this isn't going to be their breakthrough moment because they have additional things they have to work through 
or have to work on. But in those cases where you do have a foundation of health, emotional health, mental health, and you feel like you need a change, you need a, you need something different, or you had that dream deferred, Mm -hmm. then this is an opportunity, not an Mm -hmm. obstacle. And so... Definitely, definitely. I, I hope people see it that way because we're getting a lot more calls. And one thing that surprised yeah. me most is that we're getting more men calling in. And, you know, sometimes it's a struggle to get men come, coming into counseling, but they're calling for the help or they're calling to better their marriage or they're calling to better their communication. And, and it's, it's, it's kind of, in a way, exciting. In the, in the midst of all this, I thought, you know, that the you know people would walk away from counseling or not come as much during the COVID. Mm-hmm. So we weren't going to have as many clients, but we're actually seeing a lot of people come through that want to work on themselves. And I guess yes. sitting still helped them to see I haven't dealt with this or this is exactly. still reflective. <laughs> yeah, this uh, you know I thought I was over this relationship, and it's uh, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it all day. It's not it's not clear. It's not done. So. I also want to encourage people also when I, when I go out and speak is that there are opportunities to get counseling if you feel like you need it. Um, yes, there, there, the, counsel, the, the insurance does cover some counseling um, depending on your insurance, but also there are many counselors that often offer sliding fees. There are many counselors yes. that offer pro bono um, mm-hmm. um, services. So you just got to be an advocate for yourself and, and look and see what's out there. There are many people out there that really want to help you. Um, or yes. even going to your employer empl- uh, employee assistance program where they have um, um, they cover so many sessions also um, there's opportunities for you to go out and get the counseling assistance that you need so if you feel like you need the extra help or you feel like you're going through a, a hard hard time and it's not going to just go away on its own and you really need mm-hmm. that assistance and that guidance there is help for you out there yes it's ultimately help for us all if mm-hmm. we look at the different types of help as well, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, I think definitely. you mentioned earlier, even with the accountability, mm-hmm. if there's pro bono for uh, some therapists, there's sliding mm-hmm. scales, and then there's mm-hmm. opportunities to join groups that are really supportive in certain areas that you're trying to deal with. Mm-hmm. There's ways for you to get support into, until you can get to maybe possibly therapy or another level of income to afford right so there's options there is options there is options don't ever feel like you're going through anything on your own or that that, that what you're going through is so unusual that no one's ever gone through it Um, i mean there there's help in all kinds of areas it's just up to you to um be your advocate and and and, um, get the assistance that's out there for you and just kind of making sure that you can identify the difference between being stuck Mm -hmm. and right maybe something more yeah it can be a conversation with someone yeah it can be a, it can be a conversation and, and for me the difference is you know how are you functioning how are you moving mm-hmm. you know if you're not able to function move focus i'm gonna say okay is there something more than just you know uh, a little stuckness there mm-hmm. um but if you're able to pull yourself out if you're able to do some planning and making small adjustments and I, I would say that you're a little stuck, but you just need a little motivation <laughs> push to get to get to the place that you want to get to. Yeah. And you just mm-hmm. write it down. I like the concept of mm-hmm. writing it down to make it real. Mm-hmm. Write make it down it to make sure it real. That makes sure that when you're writing it down, you make it reasonable goals that are steps in a way mm-hmm. for you to complete that ultimate mm-hmm. goal so that you mm-hmm. can truly see value in each moment. I'm going to add one to it. I think mm-hmm. we should be grateful with each 
step, right? Because two pounds is still progress Mm -hmm. and progress is what you're attempting to go towards. So if you can get two steps or two pounds off of that 50, that means you're on your way. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you're grateful in each step Mm -hmm. and then celebrating with those who support you, right? Being able to actually acknowledge that people believe in you, even if they're not directly connected to you find a community that will push you through or encourage you and so i am so 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 grateful that you were willing to come on and be our first guest Mm -hmm. for walking with sharia and really helping us to maybe get started on getting (laughs) unstuck right because if one of our goals is to lose weight Mm -hmm. this 30 minutes a day literally can consistently change your health and so if you are willing to start with a health goal you've already started your journey and you can count today as one of your success days right so looking at options to what that goal or that dream is for you and finding the supports and the way to get it done is important so dr shauna before we go Mm -hmm. i want you to give us your information so that we can follow you so that we can like you everywhere Everything is at SMR Counseling Services, and my website is www.smrcounselingservices.com, and my email is dr.shauna, S-H-A-U-N-A, at smrcounselingservices.com. So everything's SMR Counseling, you know, uh, my initials. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And what we'll do is I will actually make sure I add all of this information into the summary page as well as the reposting within our um, self-care for black girls group. Mm -hmm. I hope everyone enjoyed our first episode of, well, first one B (laughs) because we had a practice one that went really well and it's up to, but I hope you enjoyed our first, first Tuesday mornings at eight. We are going to be here every morning for the next couple of weeks, even on my birthday, because one of them will be my actual birthday. Um, (laughs) And on that day, we'll talk about literally are your circles a cage, which means are your friends, your family and support freeing you or caging you? And so I hope you guys stick, stay tuned because we have some great conversations coming up. And I so appreciate you coming with us today. And you guys be well. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Take care. <laughs>